Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bears Review. I'm Tyler Flesh, joined by my co-host and father, Brian Flesh. Hello, folks. Hey, real quick before we get started, uh, I just kind of, we never broke this down in the first episode, so I was just going to break it down now. The feel, what we're trying to do is we're not going to be professional on this at all. This isn't like a real radio show. We want to make you feel like you're in our living room with us talking Bears football. So, for instance, last week, my dad had to use the restroom. I filled in. I was kind of going on a weird rant about the Jets, and I listened back to it. Sounded a little odd. You could tell that I was lost. And next time, I'm just going to say, he's got to go to the bathroom. That's what he got. It just happens. And then I'll fill in. That way, I won't feel so weird because I was listening back, and my thoughts were so random and scrambled. And I kept going, uh, and, um... Nothing. Uh, so basically, that's how I sounded. I listened back. I was like, "Wow!" Next time, I'm just gonna say it. So I'm, you know, it so, happens. So we're just gonna be transparent. You're gonna get our words. Everything yeah. else. So and we didn't record. Well, this isn't right after the Bears game because you've been sick, man. I had a heck of a cold or a flu or something. Yeah, you've been going for a little over a week now. Yeah, I'm ready to get healthy. I mean, you can still tell it in your voice that you're kind of a little shaky, but we'll get through. And, hey, uh, good news. Packers lost. Vikings lost. Detroit lost. And the Bears win, which means we go from last right back up to first. It is a little scary, is it not? It is. Let's talk about the game a little bit. Um... I don't think I've ever been so excited for a player to sit in my entire life. And what I mean is, before the game, we were talking, and then we are like, you know, if Khalil's not healthy, sit him. He should have sat against the Patriots. He wasn't even pressuring the Patriots. He was actually dropping back into coverage, and that's not who Khalil is. So I was excited when when it said he was sitting. Yeah, I mean, we yeah, we if you would have been in our living room when we played the Patriots, even before the game started, we were very clear. Hey, why don't we just sit Mac, get him healthy? He's a fantastic talent, and he's much better when he's at full go. He has to be at full go. I mean, if it's a playoffs, that's different, right? Right. It's your one and done. We still have a long way in the season, and our defense looked great without him now I mean he I I never thought our defense was that bad but national syndication they just surround the whole defense is Khalil Mack and it's really not yeah and and, you know before we get into it let come on Bears fans let's face it the Jets they are a beat-up team and they're not good they're ungood a win yesterday was great but we shouldn't be doing a bunch of chest pounding over beating the Jets. Yeah, we should have beat them by more, but we didn't. Uh, weather conditions were a little rough. But um, overall, I, I want to start with the defense. Akeem Hicks, man, came out of the oh. gate on fire. He threw that center all the way. No, it was a guard. It was a guard, Threw yeah. that guard all the way back into Sam Darnold's face, and I was like, holy cow, right off the rip. And I love to watch him after the play. That man has so much fire in him. He gets everyone around him ramped up. Yeah, he, he really does. I thought overall, I don't think anyone... If we had to criticize one person, 
Eddie Jackson made a bonehead move. They should have never even had a touchdown in the game. He's got to clean that up, but I'd rather have him make a bonehead move in a game we won than a bonehead move in a game we could have lost pretty easily. Yeah, couldn't agree more. And Eddie Jackson is going to be, a, I, I think, a player that's going to be great Remember, this kid tore his ACL in college at Bama. No one wanted him. Yeah, and and I tell you what, he has really turned it on, and the kid has a natural ability to find that ball. He really does. He has a super... I mean, it's, it's quite insane how he gets around the ball, finds the ball. Him and Kyle Fuller are like that. I feel Fuller had a good game. I, I can't really sit here and say that not one person... The Bears played a full game on defense yeah, for the I'll, first I'll, time in a long time. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. And, and again, it was the Jets. They're not that good. Yeah, but you have to consider, you know, that's who we played that week. Yeah, I'm okay with we that. We played good, though, against the Patriots, in my opinion. We played good against the Patriots. Two special teams touchdowns. Yeah. We should have only gave the defense only gave up twenty four points. The special teams, you know, I mean, overall we're a good defense. I think I feel we're solid. Yeah, I, I'm in agreement with that. I listen. I'm not saying our Bears defense is bad. It's a good defense. I like just a ton of what we're doing this year. I'm just saying that I, I've been watch, watching a little bit of the social media and the internet this week, and and after the win, I think people. We ought, we ought to celebrate, but also remember who we just beat. That's all. Oh, and I understand that, but again, you can only beat who's in front of you, and that's who in front of us. So, I mean, we should go on a two-game winning streak because we have the Bills next, and we should be able to beat the Bills. We just cannot get caught in a trap game. In a trap game, if those who don't know, is don't get too cocky. On Don't sleep on the Bills. The, the Vikings, well, guys, the Vikings slept on the Bills, did they not? Oh, absolutely. I think they looked clear past the Bills. Bills came in and give them a whooping. Yeah, in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. I'm not arguing. I loved it. But I'm saying, let's learn from those because we can't drop another game. Our away record, we only have one away win on the road. We need to improve that away record because... I don't think we're going to be the top team in the NFC. No. And and quite honestly... <coughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> Still getting over the bug here. Yeah, Go ahead. I, I mean, I haven't seen anything that says that we can come from behind either. Yeah, no. I, that's, that's a very good point. That's very scary. Um, let's go and talk about our offense this week. Well, real quick, since we're still on defense, I thought Sam Darnold was surprisingly sneaky. I thought the way he he moved, it wasn't fast, but we still weren't being able to get him. Yeah, he, you know, he, he's like a little bit like a giraffe. You you don't think he's running all that fast, but when you try to catch him. He was getting rid of, yeah, and he was getting rid of the ball and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> real quick though, he he um was throwing the ball, and he didn't look too sharp. But then again, he didn't have too many people that 
he his team was decimating. His wide receiver core were decimating. Yeah. We, well, I, I feel like we should have gotten an interception. We should have gotten a forced fumble. We didn't. That's okay. We still held. If we still hold the 10 points, I'm fine with all that. Oh, yeah, I am too. Um, One person, though, I think you kind of want to talk about and who is kind of maybe flown under the radar and you brought his name up and you got some pretty strong opinions about is uh, Floyd. I have a lot of strong opinions about Floyd. I, I, I really think Floyd has been getting a pass. Um, look where we drafted him, folks. I mean, we spent some good money on him. And I hear, yes, he's recovering from... He's a first-round draft pick. He's right? a first-round draft pick. And, yeah, I hear all the apologetics in terms of he he's recovering hand. from a broken hand, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the deal. He's got to step up, man. He is not playing like a first-rounder should. And I would not be surprised at all. We're sitting here um, the last day tomorrow to trade players, I think tomorrow at 4 o'clock. I would not be surprised if Floyd is someone Pace is shopping around. I would. That's his baby. That's one of his picks. The, 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 the ego on Ryan Pace. Not addressing the media when everything was crashing down. And last year, I I don't think there's no way he doesn't do it. Yeah, well, I I, I I should have thought of that. It's Pace's boy. I think that's what you want to do. I, I I'm telling you, if we could if we could get a good value from um, trading Floyd away, I'd be okay because here's the deal: he's got a name. We spent lots of value on him, and what's our return on our investment? Not I, much so I, far. I, yeah. And and do we see it getting all that better? Uh, I hope he proves me wrong this year. I hope the rest of the season he absolutely tears it up. But I also hear coaches going saying things like, you know, he's got lots of potential um, in terms of, you know, doing better. Don't get me started on this potential. I hate that word. I hate potential. Who the hell cares about potential? Oh, he has potential. Well, he has potential. If only he could stay healthy. Newsflash! These are all part of the game. Staying healthy is part of the game. Having potential is not part of the game. Showing your potential is. Oh, he has potential. If someone could just get it out of him. Really? That's what they said about Alex Smith. And look what Alex Smith is still doing. The checkdown machine. Yeah, he's throwing five yarders quite well. Yeah, how's he doing, by the way? I mean, come on. He, yeah, he's got a winning record right now, and yeah, they might win the division with the Redskins, but you yeah, you don't uh, want to get you. He, you don't, look at that division, please. Yeah, exactly. But look at his career. You don't want to get stuck. You want a playmaker, and that's why they went with Mahomes. Yeah, that. So that that's why I'm passionate, folks about Floyd because I just really feel that we haven't got a return on investment and I hope I'm wrong but I don't see that arrow pointing up um, and and please Floyd prove me wrong the rest of the year and I wouldn't be happier so I mean that's probably our only real major concern right now is to get another edge pass rusher out there and I mean you gotta think He's not getting chipped or anything. Khalil's taking that pressure off. 
He should be seeing a lot of one-on-ones on the outside there. That's what I mean. I mean, the system is ripe for him to be Flourish. taking advantage of it and be fruitful, and he's just not doing it. And if you can't be fruitful in this system, when Mac is getting double teams, my question to you is when are you going to be fruitful? And also begs the questioning, how bad's at hand? Is it worse than what we thought? I guess that's a, I hadn't thought of that. Uh, perhaps it, it's much worse than what we thought, and that's really limiting him. If so, um, so be it. If you have to go this year, right now, just throwing this out there. Right now, you go, who's standing out? Who's the, who's Who up to this point do you think is one of the brightest spots on that defense? Akeem Hicks. I, I cannot agree. I can't argue with that. But I'm going to pick someone else just to, for the sake of picking someone else because I think you'll agree too. Roquan Smith has missed all a training camp. Yeah. And this guy is picking up the system, flying to the ball. This I did not watch much of him at Georgia. Holy cow, this guy can play. Yeah. I, I, I am so impressed how he could go from sideline to sideline. I mean, it's too early to make a lot of comparisons. We've had other great linebackers that can go sideline to sideline. Floyd had a good rookie year too. Remember, and, yeah, and he got hurt. Yeah, but and he, yeah, so you know, we're not we're not going to crown him. But I I couldn't agree more with you. I think Floyd. Uh, uh, excuse me. I I think Smith is a heck of a linebacker. And who do you think's kind of flying a little under the radar? I have two minds that come into my head. I want to know if you think anyone on the defensive side is kind of... Well, one guy I I continue to like is Callahan. Yeah. I, I really like him. Um, you great know, tackler. It, it, I mean, yeah, great he, open field tackler. Yeah, exactly. He he moves well to the ball. Um, he, he's had He's got good lateral movement. I think the guy is, is really, really talented. I, I'm extremely happy with him and the other one is the, the guy i mentioned a while back and that's that's eddie jackson i i i i like him i think he's flying a little bit under the radar see this is crazy because we haven't talked so we i have i have mm-hmm. two different names i have danny trevathan who's been playing outstanding i have him and then on top of that i have kyle fuller i think kyle fuller is playing phenomenal yeah yeah i i i think everyone you mentioned and i mentioned are really adding to this team's value this year (coughs) yeah i couldn't agree more so with that being said let's move on let's switch sides to the offensive side of the ball we didn't come out of the gate very strong yeah i would say that's a little bit of an understatement i now, we did have that one giant play to uh, Tariq Cohen. Yeah, that was a thing of beauty. That was the perfect play call for that defense, by the way. I just want to say, before we say anything more about the offense, overall as a game, Matt Nagy, can, he knows how to call a game. He knows yeah. how to play. He knows how to call. Oh. He called a beautiful game. He is brilliant. On the play we're talking about, it was an all-out blitz, and they knew it. Yeah. Nagy yeah. knew they were coming. <laughs> when have you ever seen a screen where Cohen goes, looks at his offensive linemen, they have no one to block, and he goes, see ya. <laughs> yeah. 
He just outruns the offensive I, lineman. I mean, really, on the left-hand side, there was just one guy there, and Cohen was like, uh, he, I, I, think, can, I, I can I can, uh, juke him pretty quick. Well, no, he didn't even have to. Taylor Gabriel laid a good no, block. Oh, that's right. That's right. The crazy part, the crazy part was his speed. That guy, the safety, I don't know who it was for the Jets, had the angle on him, and I'm like, oh, I think Tariq could get hit. No, he just... Yeah. At, did someone say they clocked him at over 21 miles per hour? On that run, <laughs> this is insane, he hit 21.42 miles an hour. Oh, man, that is moving. Now, who do you think, I just want to let people know a comparison. Who do you think is the fastest player right now? Who has had the fastest play in the NFL? Uh, Tyreek Hill? Yeah. Tyreek Hill at 21.95. Think about that. Tyreek had the fastest at 29. 21.95 is the fastest play in the NFL. Right? Tyreek is 21.42. We're splitting. It's Yeah, this is splitting hairs, man. Now, here's a surprising one. Who do you think also is right behind Tyreek with the fastest play Gabriel. at 21.4. Gabriel. Nope. Kyle Fuller hit 21.4 miles an hour on that 35-yard TD interception to the house. Whoa. That surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, I would not have guessed that. Yeah. That was in week six. I mean, that... That was that's fast. Yeah. So another thing, just to let you guys know how fast that is. Now this has nothing to do with the Bears, but this is just a fun fact. Down that list, <laughs> Julio Jones. <laughs> that guy, he's thirty. He's thirty years old. He's twenty nine, going on thirty. He ran twenty one point three three miles an hour this year. So I don't think you really lose that much speed. You know what's surprising is I can't even find Taylor Gabriel on the... He's down. There he is. He He's down the list a ways, but he hit 21.23. We are on this list a lot is what I'm trying to say. We got a ton of fast guys. Yeah, which, which is one of the things I want to talk about related to our fast guys in relation to our quarterback and throwing the ball. Well, go ahead. Well, I'm telling you, I was looking at some of the stats, and I told you that one stat that I thought was interesting is uh, Trubisky completed 16 of 29 passes for the game. Yeah, not very good. Not very good. And of those 16 completed passes, I think four were right on target. When you have super speed like much of our team has and you hit runners in stride that equals lots of extra yardage and, yak, and victories yeah and that is yeah absolutely yards you, after yeah, the catch you better be yards you, you better believe it and my big frustration with him is his accuracy even when they're completed People have to slow down for it. They have to reach behind. They have to jump up. They have to bend down. All of that prevents yak yards. And 
allows the defense to close on you very, very quickly. So you're saying so he was 16 for 29 for 220 yards. Now 70 of those came from the, just a dump down to Tyreek doing all the work. Yeah, but you know what? People get those. Breeze gets yeah. a lot of people. I'm fine with I'm that. I'm not trying to take that away from him. No. But what you're saying is so only four of those balls were on target. Yes. In terms of where a person didn't have to turn to the right, jump up, bend down, that in, in terms of being able to hit people on stride, stride and keep running, okay. I believe four of those were actually those kind of balls. That's if you look at the great players, they're able great quarterbacks, they're able to consistently hit people in stride. That is where Trubisky needs to be, and he's not there. Yeah, so then our offense completely, we're done in the first quarter. I don't know oh, what yeah. happens. We check out. Then we check out the second quarter. We don't score at all. Let's talk about why we did not score. Okay? You cannot sit here and say kickers don't matter in this league and we don't have a kicker and we keep treating kickers like a rotating door like a revolving door next one up come on in it's fine can you kick a ball far that's okay no can you kick it i i want i want accuracy no kicker in this league cody parkey's long is 54 yards that's pathetic that is so pathetic well, and and what gets me is we let one of the best and most accurate field goal kickers go, Robbie. Let him go because we thought we knew more than what we did. Yeah, so he missed another one. Parky mm-hmm. missed another field goal. Then the Jets come back and they score. So now it's three to seven. So let me ask. Year. Let me ask you this: How you feeling? Let's say we're fortunate enough to make the playoffs. And no, I already know. I, I'm just gonna say no if you're talking about a field goal yeah, scenario. Yeah, I'm I, already saying no. I don't. E- I don't even know the weather conditions. I don't even know if we're playing it in dome. I don't care. No. Yeah, yeah. I I think all the bear fans out there are saying the same thing, Ty. Yeah, and then here's what's frustrating, guys. I'm gonna be completely honest. I think we've been a little hard on Trubisky. But fair, hard, but, but fair. fair. Well, and we, I'm not. I'm. I'm not trying to shine I, the light yeah. solely on him. Yeah. Here's what's frustrating: third quarter, seven minutes, <laughs> seven minutes and thirteen seconds left on the clock. He throws a hell of a ball, back shoulder. Anthony Miller, hell of a catch in the back of the end zone. How do you make that throw? And you are struggling on so many, yeah. simple throws. Yeah. I, I mean. That that was an absolute amazing throw. I, I'm not sure there's a lot of people that can make that throw. Uh, I I got to give him the credit, and at the same time, I'm going to be tough on him because I love the Bears, and um, he's got to get better. Well, I think the reason we're tough on this podcast and the nation's not tough is because they don't see what we're seeing. We have not had this many weapons on offense oh, for a quarterback. Yeah. And he's breaking all kind of records, 
well, okay, yeah, well, he's in a league right now where the NFL is catered to the quarterback with the changes of roughing the passer. And if you don't think so, people, go look some stats up. That's exactly what is happening. You're seeing higher numbers, it's harder to play defense, and they did it to get ratings up. Yeah, absolutely. If Not only are you looking at, at one of the highest number of touchdowns, number of yards, completion after the pass, but if you also look at rushing this year, Quarterbacks are able to rush the ball too. Trubisky's a they're great afraid, example of that. They're afraid to hit though. Is yeah. he going to go down? Yeah. Is he going to stay up? And I, you know what? I feel for defenses because I think it's bullshit when they do this. When quarterbacks run, and then the linebacker has the responsibility of saying, "Do I have to pull up? Because if he dives head first, I have to make yeah. contact. Because if he dives head first, he can get up and run again. If now, but if he slides and I touch him." I don't know. There could be a flag. It depends on how the ref wants to call well, the game. Uh, well, and at the very last minute, the guy who's running bends over and puts his head down and makes helmet to helmet contact. No, don't we? Yeah, we don't even need to get into that, or we could do a whole other segment <laughs> on that. All right, moving so on. Then, then we go to the fourth quarter. We don't score again till the fourth. Cody Parkey finally hits a 32 yard field goal, which I'm pretty sure I could have hit. I'm just I'm just not a fan of his at all. And then well, like we said earlier, they drove down the field and they got a 16-yard TD pass. Sam Sam Darnold threw to Chris Hendro, Hend, uh, whatever. Chris something. Yeah, I, yeah. you're never going to yeah. hear the name again. I tell you that. Go the, tune into the Jets podcast. Yeah, you know how to say. I tell it, you though. the biggest disappointment was at the end of the game, quite honestly. Uh, things were running down. Well, but we I was going to say, we talked about this play. Eddie Jackson makes the hit, prolongs yeah, yeah, the play yeah. on third down. They missed, if you didn't see the game, they missed the ball on third down. Eddie Jackson cleans the guy's claw. It, worth Bears fans, that's a late hit. That's a, that's, that's a bonehead play. Yeah, it was a bonehead play. But the other thing that was most disappointing as the game was winding down is Kyle Long. You know, well, we're always going to get there. We're not there yet. I'm just, just trying to <laughs> trying to help you out here, son. Keep going. We're, we're slowing down. I wanted to say, I want to talk about, the, so they get that touchdown. We get the ball back. And that's only a one-point game. It's one-score games, 10 to 17. So then Jordan Howard. I got to talk about Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard had a, a dismal game to this point. We have the ability to slowly run this ball. We have the ability to make short passes. We can really milk the clock when need be. I think they did an excellent job with Jordan Howard. Howard, he he got the majority of his yards off this one series. He looked fresh. He looked good. He looks powerful. He looked hungry. I mean, just name a word. That uh, you know, there's not enough adjectives to describe how well he looked. Oh yeah, he, he looks fantastic. And I tell you, as you hit it right on the button, as the weather gets bad, mm-hmm, yeah. And you know, it's one thing to score, score, and score, but to really tie a ball game and put a ribbon on it, you really have to be able to have that ball control. I think in today's NFL, and I mean this, and I don't think the coaches have caught on quite yet. But John Madden used to say this a long time ago when he would call games. He'd say, did they score too soon? Is there such thing as to score too soon? And I think in today's NFL, yes. 
You and, and also, who are you playing? Because I hate that when people go, well, are they disrespecting their defense by not letting them get a chance to get back on the field? No, not when that person is Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, or Tom Brady. <laughs> no, that is not disrespectful. They're that damn good, and the game is set up to cater to the quarterback. Even the defensive players know that. Yeah. So what I'm saying is it's going to start to become an art form, I think, when teams try to score within 10 to 15 seconds left on the game clock. And I know people are like, well, that's pretty hard to do. Well, it is. But it, that's why I said it's going to be an art form. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I just... And Jordan Howard, though, at the end, he gets that touchdown. The the big takeaway, though, in this game, they're still looking into it. I hope he's okay. Is like you said earlier, Kyle Long, I don't know why this doesn't happen more in the NFL. It's a miracle that it doesn't. He was blocking... Our lineman got pushed and rolled back up in his leg, and it, it looked nasty from the get-go. Yeah. Um, the, all reports were that after the game, Long was on crutches. I don't know if they 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 most likely probably did some type of MRI today. I haven't heard uh, what they the haven't final really outcome. They haven't released anything. I've been on my phone. Yeah, I haven't seen anything come over any social media either. But, uh, it, that one hurts. It, it, it does. It. I, I tell you what, here's the thing. Maybe maybe a lot of Bears fans already know this, and, and I'm just saying what everyone knows, but uh, I, I really like Kyle Long. I think he is the heart of this team in many ways. He's he, good. He's, he's, he's a strong, strong teammate. He lifts other people up. And uh, you can't have too many Kyle Longs in a locker room, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and it, it hopefully he's all right. And, you know, I think we can move on without him, though. Yeah, I, w- I mean, we, and um, we will. But I hope, will. He can, I, can, I hope he can come back for the year. That would be wonderful. Sometime within the year, hopefully in the playoffs, if we can get there. I think we might have a chance this year. So just let's not spend too much time, but let's say Long's out. Are, are we going with Eric Cush? I mean, is that is that who takes that right guard spot? Or? I don't think we really have a choice, do we? Well, I know. Did, but didn't we pick up a young man from from uh, the Kansas City Chiefs? I thought he played right guard. Uh, I'm trying to think of his name right now, but uh, I, I can't think of it. I was thinking that he might be a possibility. Or, given given where we're at with the trade deadline, could we be looking for a right guard right now? Hmm, that's very interesting. I didn't even think of that. Um, I would say no. I don't think we will. Say more. Why? Why no? Uh, they're just gonna stick with draft. That's a hard. I mean, think about it. If you go out and you go get a guard, you're gonna want a guard that you're not gonna want just a. You're not gonna throw away a draft pick just to get a temporary guard. You're gonna use a sub. You're not gonna do that. That doesn't make sense. He has to be elite. If he's elite, if there's an elite guard out there that we can get now, then yes. That's what I'm saying. It, you know, I don't but know he has if there to be, is. I mean, he has to be elite, and it depends on the price tag. Yeah. A lot of different variables going into that scenario. So, you know. Anyway, just throwing it out there. So, now I do want to focus a little bit on Mitchell Trubisky. I have some stats, and he's just, guys... He's not accurate. Daddy's not. He can't throw the damn ball. And I, I listen to this. All right. You ready for this? I'm Mitchell bracing Trubisky myself. 
His completion percentage on the year. Are you ready for this? 64.6. Oh, but there's people saying, hey, last year it was 61%. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, though. Where do you think he is? In... Now, this is every quarterback who's thrown a pass this year. Where do you think he is in that? Where does he rank out of that? Because I know what you're mm-hmm. thinking, right? You're looking at that and you're like, 64.6? That's good. That You know, that people are like, that's pretty good. Go ahead. I, what do you, take a I, wild guess because you don't know. No, I, I don't. I, I'm just guessing. I, I think maybe 18th? 22nd. 22nd. Because the league has changed people and it is easy to get people open and it's easy to complete you know who's sitting on the cream the top of that list (laughs) drew Brees at 77.4 okay then here's a shocker Derek carr is next at 72 percent then matt ryan kirk cousins wentz rivers here's the big one here's the one this is why stats lie who do you think's having the worst season ever right now at quarterback where it's just painful as hell to watch? I think you got an idea. Well, Jameis Winston? <laughs> Other than Jameis Winston. I'll give you a hint. He won two Super Bowls. Tom Brady. Eli Manning. Oh, Eli Manning. Well, is ahead, is next. after He's at 68. Eli is at 68, people. He is having one of the worst seasons ever. This just shows you where Trubisky is. It's not good, guys. It is not good. I mean, it just goes on from there. Fitzpatrick, Tom Brady, Golf, Stafford, Cam Newton, Mariota, Winston, Tannehill, Nick Foles, Andrew Luck, Patrick Mahomes, Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> oh, this one hurts. Jameis Winston, and then Mitchell Trubisky. Hmm. I had oh. to read all those off because it's an alarming stat. You you think, oh, 64, that's pretty damn good. It's really not. When you look at everyone else, when Jameis Winston is ahead of you, now it's only by he has 64.9 and Trubisky has 64.6, still ahead of him. But you know what? Here's the, here's the deal. It, it, in some ways, the offensive play calling for the Bears has been very so good. The defense has been very, very good. A lot of the flaws that an Eli Manning has and some of those other people have are related to Tampa Bay's defense sucks. The play calling for the the Giants is absolutely terrible. And yet, I think we have so much support around Trubitsky that he kind of ends up looking better than he actually is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I... I agree. I, I I don't know. It's just he's not. Now, now, Tyler and I want to be really clear on this. Even though we take shots at Trubisky, we would love to see him succeed. If by the end of the year he was accurately throwing the ball to guys on the run and hitting them in stride, you couldn't find a happier two guys in all the Chicagoland area and Indiana, Ohio, all the Midwest than us right here. But 
I have to see that happen. He has got to start hitting people in stride. I don't know if it's the quarterback coach that needs to get with him. I don't know who needs to do. I don't know if it's his his footwork, his concentration. I don't don't know what it is, but he's got to start hitting people in stride. He will not last in the NFL throwing the ball with this kind of inaccuracy. We're in a weird place. I harp on this all the time, but we're right on the border, guys, if we get to the playoffs this year of being in Tannehill – Slash Dalton Land. Oh, don't say it. Don't say it. It's it's there. We're very, very close to this. Oh. Um, one thing I do want to talk about that I didn't that I almost almost we're still recording, so I didn't forget. Is our point differential. Have you seen this yet? We'll say more. <laughs> so Minnesota is at plus two. Green Bay is at plus two. No surprise here. Detroit is at negative fifteen. Do you know what we're at? Oh, I hate to ask, but go ahead. No, this is amazing. We're at plus 50. Uh, the, say again? We're at plus 50 is our points. They accumulate all the points that we've given up against all the points that we've scored, and we are at plus 50. Well, that's got to be from all of the fumbles and takeaways and... Uh, no, it's uh, what it is. It accumulates all the points we've scored against a year, and then it minuses it against all the points that we've given yeah, that, away. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. When we take the ball away, intercept it, and score a TD, that yeah, it's that's all a our part, points. That's a part of it. Yeah, yeah, but we haven't done that that much. I, we don't even have that many defensive touchdowns. It just shows you pretty damn good because I mean. <laughs> I mean, New York, the Giants are negative 55, so. But we're, we, I mean, here's what's crazy. Look at the teams that are up there. The Saints are at plus 51. The Rams are in another stratosphere at plus 109. I mean, that's insane. But we're right there with everyone else. Uh, Baltimore's plus 60. Kansas City's 85. Uh... I mean, then, then, then it's us. We're not. We're we're at the top right now. Now we are recording before New England plays Buffalo, so yeah, that, New England could pretty much shoot up. But yeah. what I'm saying is, we need to prove ourselves. Okay, we have. We you can only play the people that they put in front of you, and we've beaten some of those people. But we have lost to Green Bay, and we have lost to New England. We talked about this, and we hidden it on this. We have to start beating. We still have to play L.A. this year. We still have to play the Vikings this year. We still have to play Detroit this year. And everyone goes, oh, Detroit. Yeah, I understand. It's just Detroit. But my thing with Detroit is it's a divisional game. They know us. Now, they might not know us now, but we don't know them either. Remember, two new head coaches are going at it. Here's the big ones. We need to either beat L.A. or play them close. Yeah. Now, let me say something about that L.A. game. Believe it or not, the Packers did us a favor the other day. They showed how where the Rams are weak. Did you see how many times they sacked Goff? When he was under pressure, he went from a great quarterback to a deer in the headlights. I really think that that the other day that the Packers lost, in that loss, they gave the rest of us a little bit of a blueprint of how to play the Rams. And if I remember, we play the Rams 
Late in the late year. Late in the year. Yeah, very late. And I think it's in LA. And it's in LA. So, um, just something to to hold on to later on. But I think if you put some pressure on golf like the Packers did, that no, seemed to be my bad. I I am misspoke. We play them late, and we play them December 9th in Chicago. That oh, could help us. Yes, that could be a fun, fun game. Listen, we put pressure on golf. That team looks very, very different when he was under pressure in that first half. Now, they came out, and they adjusted for it in the second half, but I really do think they gave us a blueprint on how to play him. I mean, you guys got to think, like... The Packers barely beat the 49ers at Lambeau Field, so I, I don't think I don't think they're that good. But enough talking about them. Let's move on. We have an interesting game. We have to go up to Buffalo. Let's talk about this game. Ooh, yeah. Excuse me. Now yeah. I lost my voice. This, I just burped. Yeah. This is this is what I call a potential trap game. Yeah. We talked about that earlier. What do you think the keys are for the Bears to win this game? Uh. I think the keys for the Bears are several. First, they literally have to go up there with the idea that we've got to put keep our foot on the gas, number one. We can't let off. I was going to say that, so agreed. Two. We're on the same page so far. Two, we have to take real advantage of turnovers because the Buffalo Bills <laughs> turn that ball over. Here's a fun fact, right? So Nathan Peterman's playing. Nathan Peterman's interception percentage is so high if tom brady were to match that he'd have to throw tom brady would have to throw start well he'd have to play a thousand more games and he'd have to throw a thousand interceptions in a row to match peterman's interception ratio that's that's without touchdowns so <laughs> that that's that, insane yeah that is insane and the, and the last thing we have to do is we have to play smart football for four quarters. And by smart football, if you look at our three losses, in all three losses, at one point in time, we were ahead by 10 or more, correct? I, I'm, that, I'm, yeah, no, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, no, you're right. And I think that also comes with Nagy. You can tell where he's a rookie. When those games in Miami, when we went to overtime, when we got close, he goes for it. Went in regulation, and then he, he kind of pulled back and went, where's my caution playbook? Exactly. And he needs to stay true to himself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Tyler, that's where you, that's where I was going with those three examples. In all three examples, when we were ahead by 10 or more, I thought we went to the conservative playbook, and we quit being who we are. And as soon as you stop being who you really are, you're at risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... I believe that when we go up to Buffalo, we do those three things that I said. Keep our foot on the gas, okay? Take advantage of turnovers and be who we are, okay? I th- th- that Those are keys to the game from my perspective. I only have one key, one major key to the game to add on to yours. I'm not saying, I mean, you pretty much took all mine, which is good. It means we're thinking the same. But to me, the biggest key is mental. We have to stay mentally strong this week. We cannot get ahead of ourselves. I hope the coaching staff reminds them, Minnesota is a damn good team, boys. They are way better than them on paper. And those boys from Buffalo came over to Minnesota and laid the beat down. They did. They which kicked I'm some booty. fine with. But that was in Minnesota. Buffalo fans are crazy, okay? 
they love the hell out of their team. So it's going to be loud. They're going to be drunk. They're going to be rooting on. They're going to be having a grand old time. We can't just go in there lackadaisical. We need to start off strong and fast and end strong and fast. We need to make sure that their their job is to stop us from scoring on defense. So let them try to do that. Let's not try to help them by, you know, running like just running stupid plays. And we haven't really done that all year, but I would like to see if we get a lead. I would like to see a little more dynamic mobility from the offense. And what I mean is, let's try to run Howard a little bit. But you know what? Why not play action and just get a slant? Or a little button hook? Or a little post route? Just something. And if it goes, it goes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But we should be able to run time off on them. And um, one last thing. Um, Allen. Not very good yet. He's young. He's very young. I'm not. I don't want to rule him out yet. I mean, hell, these guys like Sam Darnold and Allen and Rosen, guys, they don't have any surrounding cast around them. Okay, here's my thing. Patrick Mahomes threw the ball 70 yards in the air this year, and he said that Allen has a bigger arm than he does. So with that being said, just play smart. <laughs> you know, I, stay on your guys. We can't give the big. Allen Allen can chug if he can ch- if he's healthy. Now I don't know if he's going to be healthy. If you know, w- this should be a win game. This yeah. game should be yep. a win. Okay, but it's not at home. And hell, it's the NFL and football could happen. Football happened to us again in Miami. We got to improve that r- record. I, I'm really hoping the thing we learned from Miami is we came off of um, some some really good play, and and we and Miami showed us that you cannot be complacent in this game. You have to always keep your foot on the gas, and you have to continue to be who you are. All right. All right, I think that's good. I think we broke everything down. Hey, uh, one thing before we go. Remember, if you want to help out this podcast and help it grow in any way, please rate and review at iTunes or wherever else you can find this podcast. Also, get at us. We are at Chicago at Chicago Bears. No, we're not. We don't own those rights. <laughs> we are at the Bears Review on Twitter. Make sure you get at us. You can say anything you like. We have very thick skin. We'll also answer all your questions because we are very new and very young. Now is the time to become a regular. So, that's all we got for this week. Got anything else? Bear down, Chicago Bear fans. That's right. Bear down.